0: Welcome to the Fit360 Podcast. In this podcast, you'll hear from the top personal trainers and respected wellness practitioners in the space. They'll be talking about stuff like how moving your body is essential to a robust well-being, how to age with strength and with grace, how to nourish your mind and body through good nutrition versus the latest fad diets, and so much more. If you want to deep dive into a lifestyle of trainers and those who assist in true healthcare, then you're in the right place. This place was created for you to help you improve your future well-being. Welcome, family. We're back again with the Fit360 podcast. And today I have another special guest, good friend of mine, personal trainer, Mr. Dexter Howard. I've known this guy for a long time, man. and You know, he's got to talk a lot of shit around you, back, in front of you, on the side of you, on the back of you. Just, he's a clown. But it, it's a pleasure for me today just to kind of sit with him on a serious note and fun as well, not that serious, and just kind of have a conversation, man, about the things that we do and love in our career as uh, personal trainers fitness coach and just like you today i'm gonna learn some stuff about this dude hopefully because huh. he's a little mystery uh, uh, to me like <laughs> i don't know the real side of him man so i'm looking forward to this and maybe get a little teaching moment in this process and as well as myself because i'm always open to learn you know what i mean let's go so dex what's, what's up, up man? man welcome brother thank you how are it's you good to have you man. thank you thank you Yes, sir. So, first question, man. As I asked all my guests, how'd you get into this business? Oh, wow. Take your um, time,
1: brother. Take your time. Grew up always in athletics from baseball, football, basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, had a bunch of friends that were already in the industry, you know, and just working out with them and being involved with them. And someone made a suggestion one day said, hey, you know, you ever thought about being a personal trainer, getting into the industry, you know, you have the mindset and the personality. What do you think? Maybe you want to give it a shot and see how it goes. And it just, you know, just pretty much took off from there. Mm -hmm. And um, so looking over 20 years now, actually about 23 going on 24. Oh, wow. So you're like a a master in this thing. uh, You know, still learning. You know, we- we, The master's always learning. Always learning. Yeah. You know, we we still have to build on our foundations, you know, so. It's always something new, things are always changing. So, you know, I'm still learning day by day. Yeah, yeah. I
0: get it, I get it. You said that you did some sport, you were doing. Sport. I never thought you, you were an athlete, Oh, man, come on. Come on, man. I mean, I
1: grew up as a kid, you know, football, baseball, tennis, I pretty much did it all.
0: <laughs> wow, I just didn't see it, Dex. I didn't see it, man. But all it's all right. right, Again, it's something I learned. Yeah, It's good to know, good yeah. to know. So you said you kind of talked you into it, kind of like the same way, um, I started as well. There's that element that seems to someone or something to kind of pull you into into this career. Yeah. Um, did you think it was a career back then? It was it Was it a career thing? or was it <sighs> just something to do at the time.
1: Man, you know, being at that time, young, in your 20s, so you're thinking, okay, yeah, okay, whatever. I give it a try. You really don't think about it, and then you fast forward to now, and you're like, wow. And you looked at the relationships you built, whether clients and colleagues and whatnot and many you know and it's like wow look how far you come mm-hmm. um i think the biggest thing for me was one of the first things i learned that really kind of like catapulted it was that being able to build relationships mm-hmm. and it's funny because like now in this area like we talk to people and people say oh well they think that's all we do is count and tell people what to do right <laughs> right yeah and, yeah. and, 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 and that's why i'm like it's this is so our career. It's true. our profession. We still having to continue our education, you mm-hmm. know, on a yearly basis. But you look at the retention you have. I mean, I uh, I got a couple guys still coming in now, like from day one when I first started training, that are still training with me now, and it, and that's because of learning how to build relationships. You know, you make those connections, and uh, it's you start out from day one. You know, when people coming in, and everybody's got these different goals mm-hmm. about. Them how they want to look where they want to be um, recreate that initial baseline you know right. you initially find out okay what's the emotional reason that's the big thing you think what's your emotional reason for wanting to be here right. everybody got a reason people come in here and when it comes to their health if they're serious about their health you know then it's on us to be like okay it's more to it and then just okay i'm gonna come to the gym i might want to look a certain way but then you might have somebody that's 50 or 60 pounds overweight and be like, man, we went down to the beach, man, with the family, man, I'm running behind my three-year-old man, I'm out of breath.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so next year, I wanna be able to catch my kid on the beach without being out of breath. Yes, and they, they even, they send that to grandkids, like, you know, yeah. when they get older and their kids have kids and like, man, I wanna be able to keep up with my grandkids, yeah. I have that too.
1: Yeah, they, they, you know,
0: everybody got, got something. You got people come in
1: yeah, they wanna look a certain way, Mm-hmm. But there's still that is it, some down somewhere down deep. That they, that's, it, that's their emotional reason of why they want to be here what, why they want to look a certain it, way. They right. want to feel a certain way. And, and then they it wanna comes to back to us they because they doing it. and they, they're entrusting their lives to us. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. You know? Which is which is one of the biggest part for me. How uh, you know for someone to kind of rest their lives upon the things that you do. You know what I mean, to to kind of continue doing that year after year for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they can um there's this the the betterment of their life. And it changes from time to time. Mm -hmm. I mean, even from for me when I started, I, I started for one reason and it escalated into a different reason and then into personal training, which I feel like it's such a blessing to be able to help people in their lives, you know what I mean? And not only from their life, but also, you know, a husband or a wife who gets the benefit of having their significant other around much longer and mm-hmm. living a better quality life and into the, their own kids and the grandkids and so on and so forth. It's a blessing to be in the space and, and doing it day after day, month after month, year after year. Yeah. And you look around and you, and you looked at the list of people that you've actually helped. Yeah, in their lives, it makes a, a, yeah, a I, big difference.
1: And I think that would, that's the key thing that you mentioned too about you know the motivation for for being in it for so long. And I tell people all the time is that we people come here and they see us, and one of the biggest things we do is breaking down barriers. Mm-hmm. I think because a lot of times people will come in and <coughs> they may think, "Oh, I never thought I could." could get back in those jeans or I never thought I could have that much energy I never thought I could sleep better or this would help improve my sleep patterns and we're constantly breaking down barriers and constantly. you get to see where like you said where we're impacting lives
0: and so many and,
1: and 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 it's and it's that thing that drives us you know I have days I come here at five o'clock in the morning and I get up some mornings I'm like oh wow man but here we go because people are counting on us, you know? Yeah. And you look back and one of the, one of the biggest motivations for this is how you impact lives, helping people to overcome those barriers that they thought they never could. Yes,
0: it's, it's a huge motivation. It's a great, great feeling to be able to do that. Were you born in Atlanta? Yes, born in Atlanta. Born and raised in Atlanta. And where where did you get started? Did you work for a gym? Yeah, or you, absolutely. You started
1: as a private? No, nope. went straight. Um, straight next to a gym with like sports life and then sports life converted over to crunch mm-hmm. fitness and then it just took off from there um and it's been a journey since then sports life i, I never even know about that gym well it was you remember there was the bucket location it was the, they were in the process of the conversion to crunch at the time okay yeah and there was the bucket location
0: and then it turns into crunch right which was in that little background um, the, movie, where the movie theater correct. is back that's the there, location yep okay yep um and then how did you get to Jeans Bodytech?
1: Uh, Crunch actually moved out of the Atlanta market, um, September, 2009. Uh, and at that point, you know, I was kind of torn between, okay, do I want to be, continue to be independent? Do I want to look for another gym? Checked out a few places. I actually came over to Jeans Tech, talked to Andrew and my clients and I made the transition then from September 09 up until the present time to where we are here at Fit360.
0: So, Was Jeans Body Tech, um, did you do a percentage? Did you um, transition your client into them and where they were? At the time, yeah, at the okay. time we, it was. So it wasn't um, like an independency kind of thing? No, nah,
1: it was, we were actually doing a percentage then, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Did how did that work out for you though? I mean, was I, it was the I mean, norm, I guess, right?
1: It was, you know, it was kind of the norm, I mean, yeah didn't affect me I wouldn't say in a bad way right yeah you know, right. I wouldn't say it was a bad thing it was actually it worked And uh, like I said the timing was just perfect uh, it was a great match at the time the biggest part about when crotch closed in 09 the biggest thing was where do people go because people just disperse them in the place and with clients they're like okay we're gonna go where you want to go hmm so wherever you go I'm going but at the same time they're still looking for convenience right so you're talking a couple miles away from crotch maybe a mile maybe a mile
0: Mm -hmm. away from just making
1: the transition to Jeans Body Tech. So a lot of people didn't have to, like, go across town or anything like that. So that was part of the mindset for a lot of people, just that, okay, wherever you go, I'm going to go. Just, I hope it's just convenient. (laughs) You know, so. What was Jeans' environment like? I just want to see if it was different from my perspective. Uh, You had people, I guess, coming from a crunch. You know, you look at, with like, a 50000 square foot facility to, I think, Jeans, and I'm just... I'm not sure here. I'm guessing probably around 16, 17,000 square feet, yeah. but it was very family oriented. Mm-hmm. I think you had people that have been in the area, been at that gym for a long time, people that had known each other for 20, 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. So it was fun, upbeat. You know, you had all types of characters. Right. So but, like it was, a, like but it was, but it was, it was family. Feel. It just it's like a family, family feeling. Yeah. You know, and, that's and, the why and, and everybody question, connected
0: yeah exactly. so everybody connected and that's the reason why I asked that question because I find that I more gravitate to gyms that are have that feeling because even when I started out in a gym called uh, Metrofit in New York and I remember that distinctly is one of the, I've had men, multiple conversations about the feeling of that gym and it was mm-hmm. family to me even though it was so many different type of people it still felt like feel like family and this is one of the things I admire about in the fitness industry when you're in the gym it doesn't matter what color or creed that you are, it seems to just bring people together because we have that that commonality, yeah. you know, of being want to be fit and working out and all that stuff, which is the the great I think it's the great mute point um, to kind of cross cross um, you know color skin skin color barrier. Right. And I'm not saying you're gonna like everybody, you know. You may you may dislike someone from a personality standpoint, which is fine. Um, but it's not cool to like to 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 choose somebody because of their skin color, Mm -hmm. and and I and I and the gym kind of mute that line from that in my experience. The difference that I've seen in gyms that are don't have that family feel, I find there's more aggression there. Yeah, you know, with dropping dumbbells and breaking (laughs) shit. Yeah, I've experienced that too. Yeah, and and I want to hear from your standpoint before. Do you feel Fit Three Sixty Give you that
1: feeling it does and and here's the reason why again we and i, I talked about building relationships earlier you know mm-hmm. and for instance uh one of your clients on a treadmill the other day okay. uh, and i introduced myself and we were talking the other day she's on a treadmill you know and then she started to share her story about her weight loss journey I know and whatnot yeah. you know mm-hmm. and i think people appreciate that when yeah. they come in they don't have to be trained they don't have to be our client but the fact that you can come they can come in we can still say, hey, right. hey here, hey there, and, and, and they feel that. And, you know, I still cheer your people on. They could be one of the other trainers. I still cheer people on. They don't have to be my client for me to cheer them on. I think that makes people feel welcome. That encourages them. It motivates them. That like your client, and she was here this morning. Yeah. And she goes, you see me, you see me. That's three days in a row. And I was like, "That's I good." I love that. I love that. That's yes. good. Yes. And I think that's important to people. It is. You know, it is important that they that they feel that motivation not just when they're with their trainer, but to know somebody knows their name, somebody acknowledges that they're working hard, mm-hmm. even if they, even if they're not your personal client.
0: Absolutely. You know. Because that happened to me a couple of days ago, where another trainer here, her client walked in, and I'm like, and she asked me about the inversion table. Which is where's the inversion table? So it's right over there, and I was like, okay, you come, you're in you're not in workout clothes, you just walk, walk up. She got sandals on, so obviously something was wrong. I said, so why do you need the inversion table? She said, I have some sciatica issues going on, like it's she's in pain. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I show her how to use the inversion table, and I said, like, okay, is it is it feeling better? And she's like, yeah, a little bit, not so much. So I said, okay, come on, let me, let me see if I can help you out. So I brought her on the. The stretching table, and I did some work on her. Um, and I did that just because she is a member of the gym. Right. And she is in pain, and I know what that's like. I've felt side a pain before, and I know she's got to be in pain to come all the way down here. So I wanted to help relieve her, even though she's a different trainer's client. Right. I felt like I'm a trainer myself. This client needs help. All anything I can think about is to jump in and help her. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I communicated with her trainer about that and, you know, what I think that would be best for her to move forward to help her to mm-hmm. prevent the sciatica issue. Right. So, yeah, I, I that's exactly what I've always... When I thought about becoming a gym owner, I've always... That was one of the first thing on my list is to create an environment that feels like family. Right. Because even in my own personal life, my family and I are very, very close. And so I always want to have that feeling and that that family feeling around me. And I've always been close to my friends as well. I have really, really close relationship with my friends. And um, I've always wanted that feeling around me. Even if it's somebody that just say hello to a hi, how you doing kind of thing. And I think it's important for human beings to just kind of like live that. We need, you know, hugs and stuff like that. And if you notice, I hug my clients. Yeah like i'm okay and i I, even my friends i mean male females my hugging it to me is so it's such a a warm thing it shows it's like express love and and caringness and that you you care about this person even as a stranger like we're all human beings living this this going through this life with with all kinds of issues and and it's important for us to just express that with each other even a strong good and shake it feels like a hug sometimes and you know respect and i i see you kind of thing you know what right, i mean so yeah right. i think it's important for us to use that tool and, and not only to the person but also get it for ourselves too mm-hmm. as well i don't do hugs where you pat the person's back i think that's just a shitty kind of way of hugging somebody <laughs> hug and embrace and hold it you know what i mean right. it's so important to do that you know just this the act of touching is, is really important so, yeah I'm glad that it's something you recognize, and I want that for everybody, you know, in, in the space. And not only for the trainers, but for the members, and anybody who walks through that door can feel it in the air, mm-hmm. that... And everybody, I mean, if you, you know, everybody talked about that too. A lot yeah. of people talked about the, that feeling.
1: Yeah, I, you met yeah. Um, my new the new my new my client the early morning, and that was the one of the first things she mentioned. And I mentioned to her about, you know, getting the membership and all that, and it was she just, well, the first thing she said was, I'm gonna do it because I love the atmosphere.
0: Yeah, and I'm, uh,
1: man. And she meant, she said, that was the first thing she said. She said, I, I'm, I'm gonna do it because I love the atmosphere. Yes, it's important, it's important. And then of course, too, then the other thing is, um, which I, did, you know, I, I just wanna share this because it goes you know, go back to what people outside of what we do don't see as far as our clients is that when you look at people that were trained with you 10 plus years or 20 years, whatever it may be, is the value that they see in what, in what you're giving them? Mm-hmm. It's not about bringing them in and I'm going to beat gonna you up today, right. and I'm going to count and this and other, But people see the value. We again, it goes back to our craft and, and how we continue learning. You know, and you got to know the body in order to change the body.
0: Absolutely, and the mind, and the mind. So you get to know you your know. your client as you go along, yeah. and Absolutely. you can make uh, adjustments. In probably you can have a preconceived notion of how you want to train them and then by knowing them something about them like wait, I need to switch this yeah or about their mind about their body and that's when you can really have a a deeper conversation with them to see where their mindset is because it, it, it definitely starts there right you know what I mean people make decisions based on their experiences and the decision can lead to a good or bad outcome and those good
1: experiences like, you know it's good about the good experience is that that's where the retention comes too yes that's yes. where the retention comes because we're constantly creating value yes yes
0: so this brings a question to mind oh <laughs> um what would you say to someone who is say obese lacks self-confidence who is afraid who wants to come to the gym and work out who wants to change your life who wants to who has the desire to join the gym and come and work out with confidence? What would you say to someone who wants that but are afraid to walk in the gym because their self esteem and self confidence is so low? Wow, I don't know. That's
1: a that's always been a tough one, um, because you know we hear just recently there's a member that comes in in the mornings, mm-hmm. and she mentioned about how intimidating the gym was. You know this gym, this just in general just the machines because she's not used to the machines she's used to being in her own space but back to your question of of somebody like that uh you know it's it's i think depending on because everybody's different Mm -hmm. um in how you make that connection with that person one of the things i've done is try to explain to them that this is it's all about you Mm -hmm. is that you have to be able to come in and it's about even making the small daily changes in our lives when it comes back to our uh, how we eat or what we drink, etc. cetera. And, and I, I guess it's, I'm just trying to say, you have to try to help that person know that it's just all about you. Everybody here is looking for the same thing. You know, uh, there's going to be different sizes. There's going to be different shapes. There's going to be somebody that's taller, somebody that's shorter, somebody that may weigh less than you, somebody that may weigh more than you. But everybody's here for the same for purpose. And then I try to help people understand that that person not focused on you. Right. You know, they're not concerned if you're 50 pounds overweight or 100 pounds overweight. The main thing you have to understand is that everybody's in here to make a lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. And you'd be surprised at how many people in here are supportive of you walking through that door. And they don't even have to know you. Exactly. And say, wow, you know, I'm 100 pounds overweight. But then two years from now or three years from now, you'll, you'll look back and those same people will be cheering you on. And they're like, man, I remember your first day you came in here and, you know and you couldn't do one push-up, now you're doing 20. It's, again, back to making that emotional connection. And I, and I think every situation different, but I think it's just a matter of helping that person to understand that we <laughs> are all here for the same thing. Yeah. Everybody had to start somewhere. So the guy that you see with the best biceps or the best pecs mm-hmm. didn't always have the best bicep or the best pecs. He may have started just where you are. Right. But you just have to realize that it's about to focus on you. If you're gonna be working with me, it's just you and I. Nobody, nobody else is here. Mm -hmm. you can see people but you don't see people yeah it's just focus on you focus on your goals
0: and it's about taking that
1: that first step yes and then eventually confidence will come as like you know and people people see they say hey you know a few months down the road hey my energy levels are better Mm -hmm. oh man I'm sleeping better oh man you know what those jeans that I couldn't wear three years ago
0: I put them on this weekend some people even say that as quickly as a week after workout after it's yeah. two weeks you know what I mean not even months but they really feel different and that's where it starts it starts with that feeling but it's interesting
1: first. the question because mm-hmm. I've never gotten it from men. it's mostly for whatever reason and, and maybe it's just because of never doing any type of resistance training mm-hmm. for instance that the confidence thing I've seen it more in women than right. for men not saying that it doesn't happen in men but right. But in cases I've seen with women, they haven't been involved in, in it, doing any type of resistance training and then they come and they look in the gym and it's like, oh wow, like it's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do, what do I do? And I get it, you know, how that can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. But again, it's about breaking out barriers. Breaking down barriers. And which is a big part, like it's a big part of what we do and people don't get, you know, it's yeah. not, it doesn't make it easy. Every, every situation is different. Right. But we, we still have to make that emotional connection with each and every person, but, but always in a different way.
0: Yeah. And individually, there's going to be um, different with how you approach it based on the person. Mm -hmm. It's great, man. It's great. How important is rest for the human body? Oh, wow. And I'm talking about, well, that's a basic question, right? And I guess I I, I want to get to the other part of that, but let's start with that (laughs) first.
1: I mean, the most things we know, which of course is not rocket science. We we talk about our cardiovascular health, uh, our brain function, stress levels. We have people come in here that they're doing their average nine to five and they're on a the run those are the things I think one of the biggest things that with lack of rest that people have is probably their stress hormones mm-hmm. you know people are always pretty much on edge I mean I think even with us we're on edge if we're not if we're not sleeping well because think about how many personalities that we're dealing with throughout the course of the day mm-hmm. uh, think about a lot of disease that we have today we're finding that's connected to lack of rest
0: yes you know. And so the other part of that question is what I consider forceful rest, the difference between for, force, forceful rest and passive rest. Now, I know everybody go to bed at, at night and they sleep, and that's a, a rest that, okay, your body's like shutting down and because it's tired, right? So that's, that's that rest. The passive rest I'm talking about is when you decide to take a vacation, for instance, or take a day off for no reason, uh-huh. being that I just need to rest and relax. And then there's that rest where your body is so exhausted that you fall into a a six a sick spell which i call it a spell because it really you know you can get out of it Uh right and people fall sick and now you're forced to rest well people never generally make the connection that the body it's it's so important for the body but the best rest for me in my opinion is when you take uh, passive rest right when you choose to I mean, you can take a week vacation because there's a fun behind that, which is fun. is great. But when sometimes you just need to just be quiet, where you can just say, you know what man, I'm not leaving my house today. I'm not doing shit today. I'm going to just lay back, maybe read a book and just relax and really enjoy, find the enjoyment into that relaxation. People tend to get bored when they do that. And I find that that's an issue for me, because I think they miss such a big part of what they they can become. Right. Because there's
1: power in that. You have to be able to just, at some point, like you have to turn it off.
0: Yes, You have to just turn your brain off, you know? Yeah, exactly. You have to to take that time. There's so much power in that, you know what I mean? Take vacation, for instance. Somebody take a vacation, they go on vacation, and the first thing they do, they're looking for a gym to go work out. They work out every day of the week, all year, for years, and they still go on vacation, and they have to find a gym because they're so focused on the physicalness of them. I gotta get pumped because they're going on the beach, right? Dude, you already you've been working out for, for years, and, <laughs> and and every day, like you already pumped. Yeah. How much more can you want to be pumped just to sit for um, being a bathing suit? The point is oh, to just to go God. on vacation, lay something down on the fucking sand, or get a a, a beach chair and just lay back and just chill. Have a beer, close your eyes, get some sun on your skin. Can you do that for five, six days, seven days when you're on vacation and not think about a gym? But how often we do that because we're just, it's always a a grind,
1: a constant grind. We're go, 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 you know?
0: And And then the ego behind, I gotta get that pump. The cameras start to come out, you know, the phone, the camera phones, all of this stuff. Right. And I think people really miss out on who they are because they're so into this the shell of yeah. their man i don't even think about working out when i'm going on vacation i just want to just relax and i tell people i have a, I have a lazy mentality mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is that i have the, all the energy in the work i love to work and i love to do things and i enjoy what i do because i don't consider what i do work anyway but i love i also love to just relax and i do that every sunday it's my time where I can just be with me and just do whatever I choose to do in, in a restful state. Which is mostly just watch, catch up on my shows, watch TV. And if I decide to go somewhere, it's one of the hardest things for me to get up out of that rest mode to go somewhere. I just don't want to do anything. right? Because why not? Why not just relax? And I find that there's power in that for me. Yeah. You know, and I wish people can just really focus on themselves so deeply that they can get the benefit of what that can can, can bring for them. Yeah. Instead of just moving all the time, I need something to do, I need something to do. It work. kind of just dispels that philosophy of no days off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I need to do that, I'm bored, I'm bored. And I, yeah. you, I have never been bored in my life because I consider relaxation is, is so powerful mm-hmm. and I'm actually doing it. Uh, on purpose, that is. There's no boredom for me because if I decide to shit, I can always get up and do something if I feel bored. Right, it's my choice. But the choice of resting is so big for me, and I'm not saying you know everybody could do what I do, but I really would love people to just think about that for a minute and just practice it. Drastically, their life can change and uh, for the better. That is. Because I'm telling you, it's 100% power. From a physical, a mental, and energetical standpoint, a spiritual standpoint, it's a great way to learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's the power of rest for you. What do you do for rest? How do you rest?
1: You know, it's, it's funny because my sleep patterns have like been a roller coaster. It, and it's And it's interesting as I got, gotten older, mm-hmm. and then I'm trying to narrow down, okay, what has changed? Even if it's certain habits, you know, that I'm doing, what has changed to prevent it? I recently, like, gutted out my backyard, and, uh, because it was a jungle, of course, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, you know, put in, oh, yeah, I saw, cut I all saw the, the trees and down. Yeah, on but it's interesting man. in seeing that, if you had seen it, it was just a bunch. It, I had, like, five trees cut down, right? Mm-hmm. Bunch of overgrowth, all this kudzu, I mean, these guys came in, gutted it out, put in new turf and everything. I put in like a 15 by 15, graded about a 15 by 15 area, the, the, the rocks and put the rocks in and mm-hmm. put a place back down. I was like, man, this is pretty cool now. You know, it looks like a real yard now without all the craziness. You know, and I can sit back there some days and I'm like, okay, this is a good start. But I, I found myself having to change some habits, like if I have a date, that I'm go in, go you know, going, go home midday or so. Mm-hmm. You know, and depending on how early I can't come in. It was throwing my sleep patterns off because i would take a nap in the middle of the day Mm -hmm. so then i was like okay i got to figure something else out here because if i take this nap in the middle of the day then by the time i get ready to try to wind down at night then i can't sleep gotcha Gotcha. Mm -hmm. so then i you know so now i got to try to say okay so in my daily routine okay what can i change here what can i change here that way i got to keep myself up so that way i can wind down correctly at night Mm
0: You and know,
1: get a, and get a so that sleep. yeah, so that so that I can fall asleep at night rather than taking this two or three hour nap in the afternoon that like I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been something that I've, that I've had to work on as far as myself when it comes to resting. Um, and it's still kind of a roller coaster, yeah, you know. Right. It's still kind of a roller coaster, and then you know I have my good days and bad days when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I'm still working on that. So
0: one other thing I wanted to kind of throw at you. Um, the fact, you have this this backyard set up now, which is great. Try, um, when you're out there, try this. Just take your shoes off mm-hmm. and put your, your bare foot on the, on the ground while you sit out there in those chairs and just kind of ground yourself mm-hmm. and see what that feeling is like. Okay. Um, yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. Give it a shot. It's it's good stuff, dude. Yeah. Good stuff. They get the energy from the ground. So get electricity needs it. Uh-huh. So imagine electricity in your own body, right? just grounding yourself, because we always got shoes on and some kind of barrier between our feet on the ground uh-huh. that we never, we missed out on that. You know, just putting your barefoot on the ground, especially those rocks, man, even in the dirt. Dude, it's amazing. <laughs> Try this. I will. No doubt. So my next question is, everybody has a body, right? But not everybody works out. Mm. What's your thought on that? I'll elaborate a little bit more on that. Um, what this question really means is, and I'm gonna give you a story first about this. So back in the day, I used to hand up my business card and there was a few people, a few times it happened where I had my business card to someone and the question to me was, what are you saying? I'm fat? Mm. which i was taken back because i'm like does everybody think that you have to be fat to to be able to want to go to the gym and work out right (laughs) because to me everybody needs to go work out whether you're skinny in between fat short whatever the case may Mm. be exercise is so vastly beneficial on so many levels professional athletes still work out right have to do it you know what I'm saying, professionally, so many levels that like why wouldn't you seek the benefit of exercise? Forget about the body, you know right. what I mean? I, you know it is- In a
1: sense that um, being fat. I, I, it's interesting now that when it comes to, we see the progression in what we do, the knowledge that we receive, mm-hmm. and it's and it's out there. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, we have it all. Right. The, the, the knowledge is out there. And I think it, it still boils down to value and what I mean by that is we've met you've met tons of people I've met tons of people all of us that people take it for granted until they walk in that doctor's office wow and it's yes. oh your blood pressure's here your cholesterol is here oh if you have these issues you know these knee issues it's because you know you need to shed some weight mm-hmm. you know it's or it's you have some cardiovascular right. issues and it's because you're not in motion and, I, and, and, and again, it's, it just goes back to mindset. And it's just unfortunate that in this day and time, with all the knowledge that we have about fitness and about being healthy, that a lot of people still take it for granted mm-hmm. until it's gone. You know, we, it's, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen this quote that say, well, health is well. And people are like, okay, well, yeah. Well, money should be well. No, because you, know, you can have as much money as you want, but you can right. still have a heart attack on the golf course or on the tennis court. And I, I think it's just still that people take it for granted. And I think in our situation, the, the most we can do, you know, I mean, you can't beat people over the head with it. No. All you no. can do is share the information, share the benefits, mm-hmm. and, and people have to take it from there just like they do with anything else in their lives. Right, you right. know, and what we see is that a lot of people come to the door and they see us after they gone to the doctor as opposed to before they go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Because everything we do here is preventative. Right. It, it, doesn't, right. Make it, it doesn't make it perfect, mm-hmm. but it's still preventative. Because cause a lot of things you can do, and hit the lifestyle changes that come along with being here, mm-hmm. keeps you from being in your doctors every day, and if you're here, you getting a bad report mm-hmm. on your lab work.
0: Mm-hmm. I think people need to, I wish people would just keep their ego out of their decisions. Yeah. Um, people make too much decision based on their ego. That's part of our, uh, part of the problem, I, I think, in terms of they're, they're standing their own way. Just like when you said, when we were talking about someone who walk in the gym afraid to start get intimidated, mm-hmm. it's that ego that comes in. And I said, there's two levels of ego. There's ego that can make you feel bold and, and boisterous and, and step into some danger. And there's ego that can, cause I said, even the person who's timid, who's afraid to go on stage and all those things also have a bigger ego than, than the person who stepped into it. Because they're afraid then. of their your ego being hurt so badly that they go into themselves into this box and lock themselves yeah. down and i think it's it comes a
1: lot of time it, it it boils down to like i said earlier why are you concerned if you if there's a change that needs to be made in your life you do it for you right why are you concerned what the next person thinks about you? right they got to they gotta run this they got to run they got to run their course you got to run
0: your course yeah you have to start where you are so you the thing about are.
1: it is just to begin yes yeah. start you, where you, you are you got to begin
0: and know that every day the change will happen and a year might pass and you're there don't give up yeah um which is a decision that i made when i started i was that skinny guy who wanted to gain weight and when i went to the gym and there were times when it was difficult i wanted to stop i thought it was man this is hard the decision i made to stay was this i said to myself if i just take it one day at a time and continue doing what i'm doing and build up on that each day. And then now a year or two years pass, where will I be? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, man, I'm looking forward to that part of my life. If I stop now, I'll never get there. Right. I'll never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, before you know it, two, year, two years pass, three years pass, people are approaching me about training them. Mm-hmm. That's how my career started, right? You just gotta take the lead and just be patient Because we live in linear time, right? We, things come to us based on how time moves. And so we can't do anything outside of that. We have to just abide by that law, you know what I mean? Of time, this is how it happens. So start where you are, and then one day at a time, one step at a time, as you say, you will get there. And don't worry about what people think. Because if someone is laughing at you today, guess what? A year from now, they won't be laughing at you. Right. There it is. They'll be your best friend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what I did for, for myself. Were you ever an impatient person at all in your life? My mom used to tell me that. Well, she yeah. said that
1: I was... She would say I was impatient, but she would say that I was impatient with people. Okay. But you know, the funny part about it is in doing what we do, you can't be that. <laughs> right, right, right. So she would tell me that sometimes. You know, you're, you got you to gotta do this. You got to do it this way. You got to do it this way. And I'm like, oh, God, but look, they did this or they did that. And I think because I would just, I don't know, be young and crazy. I think that I was just quick to retaliate in, in in certain ways. But she used to tell me that I was impatient, just in, in general, whatever. It's funny that you brought that question up. Yeah. But again, like now, what we do, imagine if you were impatient. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it's not a, it's not possible with everybody, but if you just had that you know, that high percentile of just being a that person that's completely impatient. Yeah. I mean,
0: you could be successful at what we do. No, definitely not. You know, definitely not. Which is why I asked the question, because I find that most people are impatient. Because everybody, most lot of people come and they want our services, and it's like, how soon can I get to this level, and how soon can I get to no, It doesn't work that way. <laughs> For me personally, in my life, I was an impatient person. Because there's so many things I wanted to do in life that I wanted it now, now, now. I learned, to be, I learned to be patient because of exercise. I had to wait to achieve my goal and not give up because I had to realize, give myself a year, two years, three years, and, let, and just one step at a time. Right? I had that, that same lesson taught me patience because I, have, I realized that I'm not gonna get what I want tomorrow. Uh-huh. It's gonna happen over time. Right. And so I have no choice but to wait. So I had to like, respect the fact that patience is a virtue. And you know yeah. the funny part, you know, the, the
1: tough love part about clients, back to what you just said. Because people will come in, and let's say you get someone that hasn't been physically active in years. Mm-hmm. And they'll come in and say, oh, well, I saw Beyonce, or I saw Sierra. I want to look like them. And you're like okay we're going to be realistic about our goals mm-hmm. not saying that you can't get there mm-hmm. but the thing about you got to understand that beyonce and sierra are like that because they are putting in the effort they're putting in the work it comes with everything from that mindset change to the change of your daily activities and if you've done x amount of things to destroy your body over the next three years you can't look like beyonce in six months mm-hmm. and that's kind of like the tough love part you have to get with people you know, like people when you mention about people being impatient because people think they can come in and it's just a quick fix you know mm-hmm. and we got and there's an expression you probably heard before and I heard this pastor mention about it it was a, it was a sermon about we, we're in a microwave society right everybody wants it fast fast like, no matter what it is I gotta have it quick people come in the gym and you know it's like oh man I wanna lose 100 pounds but can I do it in 3 weeks no mm-hmm. you can't yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, so again outside of being the outside of the physical aspect of what fitness can give you there's those um things as well like stuff like patience that you you will eventually learn so to speak from the fact that you are now in and exercising and trying to change your life that those are some of the changes that you can get from exercise right. that you never even think about mm-hmm. there's so much more to this thing and thank god for person who decided our exercise. Mm-hmm. It's such a blessing to society in, its, in itself, because I find that now even with in corporate companies, people are using the term fitness into talk to employees and clients about motivational speakers, or using it as a metaphor to motivate people to, to become better speakers or whatever in their career. Like fitness has infiltrated Every part of our lives, right? So yeah, it's definitely a great place to be as a personal trainer and a great place to be as a client as well because we know more now at this time that we can feed into their lives. Mm -hmm. Next question is, do you believe there's a formula, a secret formula, for Bella Elf? And I'm talking about people (laughs) are waiting for the magic pills, on Secret formula
1: absolutely not oh. <laughs> um i mean it just you're gonna you're gonna get out of it what you put into it i think in my mm-hmm. life is it's just as simple as that mm-hmm. you know it's whether it's your job so if you take the yeah oh you know, well, the field is going to give you side effects <laughs> yeah. absolutely but it, it's again back to what you put into it mm-hmm. if you're going to come in you're going to put in the hard work you're going to see the benefits you're going to put it you're going to do minimal work you're going to see minimal benefits and no secret formula it's, it's just about changing the mindset getting your butt in here
0: and, and working and that's safe
1: it. but, but and the, and the biggest thing about that
0: safely and effectively doing that and that so that ties into respecting the patience really respecting yeah. patients because it there's nothing in your life that you you can't go through life and and not experience what patience is mm-hmm. i mean you're going to aggravate yourself if you're impatient but patience will be like well you can over there you can cry all you want you know what you're going to have to deal with me. You got to go. You got to come. You got to make <laughs> it happen. Yeah, sure. You're going to have to deal with me. So let chill out and just enjoy this journey. Which is, I don't understand why wouldn't you want to enjoy the journey. Because, I mean, if you take a simple trip, for instance. Yeah, you're excited about where you're going. And that's good. But you missed out on a lot if you're not enjoying the view along the way. Yeah. Especially I mean, okay. if, if you're I, driving for hours. Right.
1: I mean, I've had people say, man, I hate working out. But i feel good but,
0: but i'm I hate still it. working up. but i still hate it i hate it but i feel good so
1: i'm gonna keep coming i'm like keep on coming then.
0: yeah yeah you know like, what what is this Kid, hatred with exercise you're gonna though. feel better
1: man i'm the kids i always talk to people and, and people like every and everybody you know when it comes out of what we do and everybody does think differently and i tell my clients they go the first thing that people want to do people want to run on the scale i say cut that scale i say, you, mm. you know what i want to know from you i say how's your stress levels mm. are you sleeping better how your energy levels, how you tried on that pair of jeans, and did the inches fall off? Like, would you get away from that scale? I just, I want to know how you're feeling day after day after day.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and everybody everybody approaches it a different way. Yeah. But but those are the things I want to know. If you're at the office, I'm like, okay, what floor are you on? Oh, I'm on the third floor. I said, oh, the third floor? Okay, so you could take two flights. You know, and and yeah, let walk. me know how you felt after that two flight. Oh man, I was tired, I was wore out, or whatever. And I said, okay, we're to take one flight. Okay, we're gonna get up in three flights, mm-hmm. you know, and just stay away from that, stay away from that elevator, escalator. Take the stairs. Take the stairs. You know, it's it's just those some daily things, habits. So many
0: things around you that can be. People think that you don't have to just go to the gym and lift weights, which is great, by the way, in my opinion, it's the best part of it because lifting weights does is it does so much, but. Um, you can get started in other ways yeah. and lead into. Yeah, people into, don't realize
1: it's just those small daily habits that change. Yeah, that makes a difference. When even when they're not with us, what they can do
0: when they're at home or or at work. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. So, do you believe in setting intentions for achieving goals? Setting intentions for achieving goals. Yeah, I mean it's like a, it's like a given. I
1: yeah, I, I do. Think. I
0: I think absolutely. You definitely but, have, to but set it on purpose though.
1: You definitely have to set it on purpose. I think for most people, especially someone that well, it, can, it doesn't have to even be a new person. I think it's 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 very important to create that baseline, mm-hmm. You know, for where you're gonna be. And again, on the, in your daily routine, is setting that baseline. So you realize, okay, that 30 days, I wanna be at this point and be able to look back and say, okay, I didn't quite get to that point. Okay, so why didn't I get to that point? But mm-hmm. what is it that I didn't do Mm-hmm. To get to that point, based on the goals that I've set from October first, right. mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, definitely, I, I definitely think you should always create that base. I mean, you gotta have the direction. So if you're just winging it, then you don't know, you don't know exactly where you're going. There I don't you think go. You should just winging, there it. you go. Right?
0: No, no, winging it can can achieve some some stuff. Oh, no doubt. You know what I mean? But when you, and that's good for when you're just getting started because you're coming off of nothing, right? So you're like, oh, let me just go and 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 also you can figure out do I want to go this way or that way. Because I don't really know, but I want to start. But eventually, at some point, the intentions have to come in mm-hmm. into play. You know what I mean? Like, okay, do I want to exercise this way to achieve this, or do I have to exercise this way to achieve this? Right. The intentions, even just getting up in the morning mm-hmm. to get here, the intentions they play a, a important part in every step of right. the journey. Right. And I and I think that's where the eating,
1: the sleeping. in a big part, right, and what we do now, because I have clients now that 10 years ago, you know, we did a lot of metrics. Right. Now it's like, hey man, 50 plus and probably can't do those plyometrics anymore. We get a little older, the joints are getting a little stiffer. Right. We get a little, a few more aches and pains. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We might have to do change up some mm-hmm. isolateral movements now, mm-hmm. kind of eliminate all the ballistic movements and the plyometrics, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So we evolve from
0: that as well. Right. And we're constantly making changes, you know. So speaking of evolution, how do you feel about when you and I started where we didn't have social media and all that stuff, and now we have all this Instagram and Facebook. Now I only mention, How do you, additional, how do you feel about the Instagram trainers? (laughs) Wow, man. I don't know. You know what? Not to judge, but on a professional
1: level. You know what? I, I, you can appreciate it when, as long as people are giving people the right information. Mm, Well. if they're giving them the right information.
0: But, yeah, yeah.
1: You, you know, know, that's the big thing, if they're giving. And it was funny, because um, one of the other trainers here, we were laughing and talking about the difference in, you know, from how long we've been in training to some of the younger trainers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we were like, man, you know, I, there's no way I could sit there and pay, oh, I'm gonna pay Fitz $80 an hour, in right. the entire session, yeah. you're, on, you're your on, on Facebook and right. Instagram and, and messaging, I'm like, dude, I could be sitting here with 225 on the bar and drop it across my chest, and you're like, oh man, what happened? You know, you were you were on social media,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and not hands on with me and not watching me. It, it, but it was funny not having that during the time that we started. And right. but you still that part didn't change because we were taught to be to be hands on, be Attemptive. respectful of the clients, time the time, be attentive, and about the safety, mm-hmm. maintaining safety in what we do. But, you know. This, this place, as much fun as it can be, it can be dangerous, dangerous as
0: well. It's a dangerous yeah. environment. It can be dangerous as well. Yeah. I say that all the time, which is why I, I try to tell them the trainers to clean up after themselves. Because I look I see danger lurking everywhere. And the last thing I want is to be able to... I want to avoid calling 911 at any time. Mm. Like, I don't think someone should make the decision to come to an establishment to better themselves and end up in a hospital. Right. And I can't stress that enough. I don't want to be, if I have to be annoying about it, then I'll be annoying about it because it's that important. Like, it's unfair for people to come here and 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 after end up in the hospital. Uh, yeah, you know, should and I, be have or, when they got, yeah. they came here to be better, to be healthier. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and they leave and, and no, it's just it's just not cool. It's really not cool. So yeah, I I, I can't stress that enough, man. So. Dude, this is good conversation, man. I'm enjoying this, and I'm learning stuff. But, but yo, there's more I want to ask, man. And it's it feels like it's never it like it won't it won't be over. Before we sign off or go, is there anything else that you would want to share with people out there? Man, I just would.
1: The biggest thing is just that. Especially in our community, black community, man. I just, and in general, it's, it's not a black or white thing, but just people in general. But we look at, you know, statistics of where we are with heart disease and diabetes and things in our community, man. I just would just love the people to change their mindset about, about fitness, about getting healthy. And let's not wait till you get a bad report from the doctor to, to take care of yourself that's about the biggest thing man we we can get together with each other man and we can have a drink and whatnot and I just I always tell people I said man this is as much effort as you put into tearing your body up man you should you imagine what you would look like or how you would feel if you put the an equal amount of effort into in taking care of yourself wow you know
0: that's profound man
1: and and, and that's, that's it yeah. it's not rocket science no we just we're just, we try to be good stewards of the knowledge that we have. And we try to, and just make, and be, make those impacts on people's lives. Which mm. is
0: what we do every day. I, mean, just, I just want everybody to get on board. Right. I got this question just popped in. When we use the word diet, what pops up it? Cause that's, a, that's a, a <laughs> it's a troubled word for me. And I think people don't understand it, it, what it, that it's means. It's a troubled
1: word because when people hear it and people think oh my god I got to restrict myself to hardly anything to get healthy
0: and that's not what diet means it's not what it diet means, means it's people just think that, you that have oh man you
1: I, I get I, oh my god if I want to lose weight and I gotta oh my god I gotta go on a diet I gotta starve myself
0: right
1: and even that there's still a baseline there's a general we, we still have a guideline that you can follow and what can from what it takes to to be healthier, but at the same time, it's just a, still a process of elimination from things that we do every day, whether right. it be drinking or eating too much fried foods or the things that we know that are not good for us mm-hmm. consistently.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um But I, yeah, I think people get in that not get eating in that vegetables and yeah, you know yeah. except for I think for people get in that mode is oh man, you know, if I want to lose weight, diet, diet, diet means losing weight. Let, let me starve myself. Yeah, starve myself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, you you so you make
1: diet means you make the correct changes. You, right. you, it's a healthy guideline to do it, but right. it doesn't mean starve yourself.
0: Right. So diet means it's it means it's a guideline to food. It just means that you're choosing to eat <laughs> to make the healthier choice. Make healthier choices. Yeah. Good. 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 All right, man. So listen, man. That's it, man. This is good, dude. This is good. And I want to just uh, uh, say thank you for for choosing to be here. You didn't have to. Thank you. And um, I really appreciate this, this conversation to share with, with my audience. And times are times are, are moving, new things happen. Right. We're in the, the industry of of guiding people and shedding light on people's health and, and wellness, um, the conversation has to continue. Yeah, right. There's new people popping up who don't know half the stuff that we're trying to teach or what they want to know. And so let's be that library, a live library of, of, of information that we can share. Because we're, we're in, the, in the thick of it. We're learning. We're seeing results. We're seeing what works, what don't work. Books were written because, fitness books were written because of the shit that we do. Right. Let's do this again, man. I also All wanna, right yes sir you know thank you appreciate you man yes sir you know what I mean so there it is people I hope you enjoy this episode of Fit360 Podcast also the people who watch this on YouTube remember to subscribe and so you can get your notification every time we load a different episode and hopefully there's even just one thing that you can pick up from our ongoing wellness conversation just something you can use in your life that if you are you were struggling with at some point that we can get you out of that struggle based on something we said or share with you take care and see you again and next time peace